0: today for my scholarly speech i will be analyzing women in the workforce so what is the history of women in the workforce well during the medieval times in the middle ages woman working wasn't even considered women's rights had not even really developed there was just no topic of discussion for that which is why i will begin in the enlightenment now the enlightenment was a period of intellectual expansion in europe as well as in the americas Um, And during this time, the idea began to develop that women are competent beings and not that women are unintelligent, but that they were just lacking resources to an education. Mary Wollstonecraft's book, A Vindication of the Rights of Woman, was considered one of the first feminist works of literature, which basically just discussed how women deserve equal rights. Now, during the Industrial Revolution, women began to work in textile mills. This was mostly single women in England. This development was because women and children were discovered to be cheap forms of labor by Alexander Hamilton. However, women and children earned as little as $3 a week. So really, it was more about exploiting them as a resource rather than giving them the opportunity to work. The next period of expansion for women in the workforce was during the Civil War. In the 1860s, women pushed into the workforce because so many men were at battle. Over 600,000 men died in battle, so women had to take these spots. However, when veterans did return from war, these spots did have to be given back to them. Another period of expansion was the Great Depression. Now... Although men were more entitled to jobs in the Great Depression, female employment rates actually rose from 10.5 million in 1930 to 13 million in 1940. Men were favored for jobs, but women maintained their jobs as teachers, nurses, and clerical workers. Male jobs were laid off more heavily, which was why they were favored more, and also because they're men. However, employment grew, and 25% of the workforce was actually married women. However, there was a fight against married women working. A lot of single women wanted those positions because they figured that married women already had husbands who could provide for them. And in many states, it was outlawed for a married woman to work. The next period of growth, which is probably the largest, was World War II. During this period, six million new female workers entered the workforce, and women were just a huge part of the war production efforts. Post-World War II, women did have to relinquish their jobs. However, they did continue to enter the workforce through popular female positions, which, once again, were usually nursing, teaching, office work, or telephone operators. Now, what is legislation that has helped women in the workforce? While there was a Civil Rights Act of 1964, which outlawed discrimination based on race, color, religion, sex, or national origin, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission 1965 Enforce federal laws prohibiting discrimination. And the Pregnancy Discrimination Act of 1978 banned discrimination against pregnant women in the workplace. Now, where do women in the workforce stand today? Well, 72 million women are currently in the workforce, and we make up around 46.9% of the labor force. However, women still earn an estimated 84% of every man's pay. How is female representation today in the workforce? For non-traditional careers, these are less than, less than or 25% of employed or women. Usually women are overrepresented in fields that are deal, that are deemed more maternal and nurturing. These could be teaching, nursing, things like that. And they're underrepresented in STEM fields or non-traditional fields. The most popular field that is dominated by women is kindergarten and preschool teachers, which is 97.2% women. The least popular field dominated by women is aircraft pilots or engineers, which is 7.2% women. The larger concept here is that progress is still possible. Though we have made so much growth in the workforce, there is still room for more, which is evident in things like the pay gap and underrepresentation. Young girls deserve to to see themselves represented in non-traditional careers so that they can see women are capable of taking on any job.